when Amazon first began, it was a free for all. Everybody sold anything that they could get their hands on with a barcode. If it wasn't listed on Amazon, they'd write a listing and up it went. And now they're starting to favor a lot more um, of the social aspect of it, building a brand, big brand awareness, being a quality uh, product provider in the space rather than just a bunch of random products from random brands. And you even see that the way Amazon has like grown over the years, like when I first started A plus content, didn't, I don't think it even existed. Like it wasn't a thing. Then A plus content came. So that was gave people a, re- a chance to really sort of tell their brand story. And then they added the brand story section on Amazon as well. Then they added Amazon posts. Amazon talks a lot more about storytelling, like in their, like when they send out stuff to sellers and stuff like that, you see that they're putting a lot more emphasis um, into that. Mm-hmm. And I think it really connects more with customers. And you see Amazon is turning almost into like a social shopping platform especially with all the video content that gets put out on amazon like the live people do live stuff as well um yeah it's it's, there's a lot more room for creativity welcome to the amazon files podcast brought to you by mommy income where we help others start and scale businesses on amazon by taking small consistent steps Here's your host, Kristen Ostrander, a 17-year e-commerce veteran who knows a thing or two about building a seven-figure Amazon empire from the comfort of her own home. Surrounded by three energetic kids and a hunky husband, she still has an insatiable desire to see others succeed. Hey, hey, welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Amazon Files brought to you by Mommy Income. I am your host, Kristen Ostrander, and I do have to remind you, in case you um, haven't heard the last couple of weeks, there is a concert coming up um, here in just a few short weeks, and it is called the Invisible Warriors Benefit Concert. It is taking place in Huntsville, Alabama. Yes, I'm going down there. I am on the board of directors at Invisible Warriors. We are a nonprofit organization who supports women with invisible chronic illnesses, things like fibromyalgia, um, MD, MS, uh, chronic pain issues, chronic, chronic fatigue issues, vertigo, things that you can't visibly see, you know, someone doesn't have a broken arm or in a wheelchair or is blind or has some sort of disability. But oftentimes they're overlooked because they seem fine, but inside they're really, really fighting a battle for their health and for their wellness and for their financial well-being. So the Invisible Warriors Benefit Concert, there's going to be tons of musicians. We're having music from five until I think 11. Some uh, people from the Grand Old Opry are going to be coming plus musicians like my son. So there's going to be musicians all day. It is at a brewery so you can come bring your chairs. There's also going to be a cornhole tournament, vendors, all kinds of fun things, a silent auction. So please, if you aren't able to attend, go to mommyincome.com concert. You can buy your tickets there. There's also a live streaming ticket for just $15. So if you can't come, would you like to live stream or just support the organization? Again, mommyincome.com forward slash concert. I would love your support in this organization. And if you come to the concert because you're local or in the area, uh, I would love to be able to meet you. It's called Silent No More. It's uh, the event is going, you can find out again, more information, mommyincome.com forward slash concert. You can get your tickets there. Everything's going to be awesome. So now let's get to today's guest. Today's guest is has been working with e-commerce copywriting since 2018, bringing a mix of um, copywriting skills into product listings. You guys, this is so important when you're writing our listings. We get a tiny bit of real estate to be able to tell people about our product and what's awesome, amazing, and different. And I am bringing this amazing mom on so that you can talk with her. Her name is Sasha, and I cannot wait to have this conversation. So Sasha, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Hi, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Another mom who's working from home, doing her best to uh, do all kinds of things. Copywriting. I love talking about writing and the dynamics of how we can communicate with people with words to kind of tell a story about a product. I know it doesn't seem as sexy as say writing, you know, a novel or you know something fun, but it's also uh, really relevant to selling products. So we are gl- glad to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about your Amazon background, how you got into um, doing things for Amazon, and we'll move on towards copywriting. Yeah, sure. So I, that's actually where I started. I I didn't really know what a copywriter was, but I wanted to start freelancing and working from home so I would have flexibility to be with my kids. And one of the first gigs that I got was from Upwork. Someone was looking for someone to do Amazon listings. And then I basically started working for an agency. And all I was doing every day was writing Amazon listings. And I kind of quickly realized like, I could probably make more money doing this working for myself versus working for somebody else. Um, And at the time, literally, I was getting paid like, very, very low, like very low, like $10 for my for my listings, like Mm -hmm. when I first 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 started. And then slowly I increased that. And then it just my business grew. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that you recognize right away that you could have done you can do this on your own for a lot more money, which is actually super true. I mean, nowadays, list list writing can cost $250 or more per listing, even with AI services, because even with AI, you know, that's going to change the landscape. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But for now, you started with product listings and got into kind of freelancing. And now um, what is your business today? So I've kind of, um, I guess you could say, moved on from only doing Amazon listings because what I realized as well was working with sellers is that the people who succeed um, are the ones who are building real businesses and real brands. I'm not saying like that. There there are people who sell loads of random products on Amazon and they do pretty well. But um, what I like realized where my strengths lie is really helping people with their unique positioning and differentiating their products from very similar things in the marketplace so that's where it kind of flipped from just doing amazon listings to really becoming more of a strategist um, for my clients and i've really seen how that's helped them grow their businesses and grow off of amazon as well so that's awesome. You know, I love your insight on that of, of, of your saying that from your copywriting perspective and experience that the people that are building brands and brand stories and kind of building a little bit of a, a like you said, positioning around that. I think that's so important because more and more Amazon is leaning towards favoring brands where they have their own page and, and product lines that kind of align within the same structure. What would you say to someone who feels like they don't really have a message or there's not a whole, they're not really building a huge brand or a brand that anyone would recognize? What what, what would your um, advice be to them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So the thing is, it depends what your goals are. You know, if you want to stay small, that's that's fine. Like not everybody needs to be the next Apple or Nike or whatever it might be. Um, However, if you find yourself struggling and you find yourself spending way too much money on PPC, then it might be time to really do some strategy work and figure out how you can differentiate. And so the thing is, a lot of people get stuck because they look at the specific product features as opposed to something more meaningful behind the brand. And people say to me, but Sasha, I don't have a meaningful story. I started my business because I wanted to make money, not because there was any kind of cool backstory, um, which is fine. So what you need to then do is really work on 
um, figuring out how your brand personality can be different or your brand values? Is it something that aligns with a specific customer? Can you really niche down maybe with your products and find a different audience that no one's going after? You know, there are there are multiple sort of strategies that people can use to position their brand, even if they don't have a cool backstory necessarily to go with it. Because I always think that people don't even remember the cool backstory. Like for instance, let's say if we take Apple as an example, nobody really knows the story. There's no, you know, I mean, we know Steve Jobs started it, but we don't really know there's no like actual storyline going on. But what Apple's created is a world that people have fallen in love with and have become a part of. And that, why they buy from them so if you can do that if you can create sort of like a reason to believe a world or a narrative that people feel a part of then you're going to go a lot further awesome yeah that is so true because you know it honestly even you know i always reference the sunglasses brand that i bought from amazon uh many years ago and i thought i was just buying 15 dollars sunglasses that would probably last three to six months or so and probably be broken and thrown away like regular glasses but when i received the item from a brand i'd never heard of they just looked they were the style i wanted and i was like okay they don't get a right. lot of bad reviews i'm not a huge review re reader unless it's something like expensive <laughs> if it's under 20 bucks i'm generally really not reading all the reviews. I don't have time, just add to cart. And then I got this beautiful box and I un I opened this box and then there was this sleeve. It seemed high quality. I opened it up, the sunglasses, it had a little cloth with it. And it's like, your sunglasses are guaranteed for life. If there's ever scratches or damage, please reach out to us. We'll give you a replacement. Had no idea, but just the, the fact that they took the time to make that customer experience something that we all can relate to. You know, that's what I mean by even an Amazon brand. I mean, do they have these sunglasses in stores? 100%. No, they're really only Amazon. But the idea of the experience, right. now I'm going to seek out that brand because I had such a good experience with that. So I really think that goes in line right. with what you're saying. Even if you don't have, like, if you wanted to sell sunglasses to make money and you don't really have a story, but you can make an experience for somebody to remember over delivering a little bit on product as well, will really yeah. help to kind of tell those stories. Yeah, I, I have an example. I actually just bought something from Amazon. Um, um, like something to, uh, for babies because I'm actually expecting. Um, so, but I was so disappointed when I opened the package, there was no insert, there was no message. There was like nothing. It was just like the product in a brown envelope, like with Amazon on it. And like, that was it. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy from this brand again. I'm not going to remember their name because they, there was no impact, you know? So it's a, it's a shame because they could have had the chance to really upsell me on many different baby products that maybe a mom needs um, but they kind of missed, they lost their chance. Too bad. That's just exactly how it is when people are just kind of selling widgets and that's fine. But if you even, even if you, you know, I always talk about these little postcards, stuff like this that you can kind of put in that these are, you know, cents on the dollar to make, but you can put this into your stuff that basically says, thank you for your purchase. We offer other items. Please check out our Amazon store. You don't have to lead them. I know rules don't let you lead to external links. That's, you know, Amazon's very strict right. rules, but you can still bring back. I mean, what if you got a postcard in that, that said hey for other mommy and baby items go to our amazon store you know xyz baby brand right You'd be like yes let me check that out so uh, it always makes an impact and going to the extra mile i feel like amazon um a lot of amazon sellers have always been like a widget sellers where they're just putting stickers on packages sending it in hoping it sells hoping to make money and not really thinking that they have they can gain customers on a regular basis. And I think that's really shifting these days. And that comes to copywriting. When we're writing our listings, I know you have a recent YouTube video that talks about this. You guys got to check out her channel. We will link all of her channels and everything at the bottom of this in the show notes. So stay tuned there as well. 
But you talk about like the us versus them, the hero and the villain when you're writing, you know, smaller copy. Is there a way for Amazon sellers to kind of incorporate that concept? First, I guess, tell everybody what that concept is and then um, how that can maybe even be related in an Amazon product listing. So, okay, yeah, that's a great question. Um, So there is this concept like in brand positioning where if um, a lot of brands like to say, oh, we stand for sustainability or we stand for like, you know, helping moms nurture their children and all those things are lovely. Um, but they don't necessarily make you stand out. So what you can do is what's called identifying a villain and kind of positioning yourself as the hero, which is interesting because a lot of people talk about making the customer the hero all the time, but it's a lot deeper than that. And I've, I have plan to make more videos on this. But um, so one of the ways you can really show how your brand stands out is that if you identify an external villain, it could be a philosophical problem. It could be a physical problem that perhaps your customer is experiencing or a pain point and you show how your brand can triumph over that, you know, that problem or that issue um, that your customer is experiencing. And that way um, it kind of like rallies people to take action and it really helps your customers um, feel motivated to buy from you. So the way that people can do that in their Amazon listings is it's tough because I'm not, I'm not like in fairy world here. Like I do know that a lot of people don't read the bullet points on Amazon. They kind of gloss over um, those things, unless, like you said, it's a really high ticket item. They they have specific questions that they want to figure out. So I think the way to do this is I you have to do some work before you get started writing the listing. Like, don't just jump into the listing. Like, write some ideas down on a paper. What pain points my customers experience? Are those internal emotional problems? Are they physical problems? And then you can kind of call those out in the images with short, concise slogans that are snappy and easy for people to understand or in your A plus content, or even the brand story section is a great place for kind of showing how your brand, um, yeah, can really help the customer overcome whatever issue it is that they're experiencing. So uh, I'm trying to think of a concrete example here. In the video you showed, it was it's just kind of a us versus them. And although they didn't name their competitors, yes. they kind of showed that cheap version. Correct. Of like, Here is us and all of these things and checking the boxes, kind of like the check marks and the X's of like the green and the yeah. red and kind of visually just showing here's us. Here's why we're better. Here's them. And here's why they stink. <laughs> and like just kind of yeah, you know, putting exactly. that into a checklist form, I think is a very visual. But what was really great. Yeah. About that example that you that I gave was um that they the thing is if you try and identify too many problems then it gets a little fuzzy for the customer so this brand was actually a smoothie brand called genius juice and they basically lump all of the so-called enemies together and they've called it dumb stuff and dumb stuff includes anything from additives to fake natural ingredients to tons of sugar and so then it's very clear to the customer who the enemy is which is the dumb chemical based ingredients and how they win because they don't have any of those things Mm. um yeah i really recommend people check it out because then you'll really understand exactly how that brand does it but it's it's very clever positioning yeah did you know that finding new products to sell and keywords to use doesn't have to be hard if you want to speed up your product research and discover trending keywords, I highly recommend using Merchant Words. Merchant Words is my favorite research tool. It helps me uncover the best product opportunities, helps me understand the competition, and even helps me select the best components for my bundles. It can even uncover specific niche keywords for successful PPC campaigns. Better keywords increase your traffic and ultimately grow your sales. 
If you're ready to optimize your listings and uncover new and unused keyword opportunities for your bundles, I've got a great deal for you. I've partnered with Merchant Words to give Mommy Income students 40% off their gold package. Visit mommyincome.com forward slash Merchant Words to sign up now. This tool has generated thousands of dollars in revenue for my business, and I can't wait for you to discover it for yourself. To claim your 40% off gold package, visit mommyincome.com forward slash merchant words. Again, that's mommyincome.com forward slash merchant words. I, I'm even, uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to even things like why we're better and then just like an XZ and kind of highlighting a couple of the reasons why your item might be better. I mean, it's okay realizing with customers that on Amazon, your listing is your ad. It's like your commercial. It's whatever you get to do to tell people about your product and get the sale at that moment. If you don't, they move on to something else. So the more visual aids, the more uh, clear information we can provide, the, the better are, the better how the customers are. No, you said something right. interesting, which um, I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, why spend the time to write the copy if people aren't going to be reading or just glossing over all of the copy? So what is your input on that? Because we all know people skim, they skim the emails, they skim the, the product descriptions and things like that. So why is it so important to still put the time in to write those listings properly? I mean, honestly, it's a little heartbreaking for me to admit that. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, I wish people were reading every word I wrote because sometimes I'm really in love with what I write. But like, that's not my job as a copywriter. It's my job is to help people make more sales. Um, so why should you bother writing it? Well, the answer is that if you write it really well, people will actually read it. Like, there, I have seen these things where I'm actually compelled to read the bullet points because they're they're they induce curiosity. They pull you in. But if you're just writing it using chat GPT um, or just very sort of generic copy and that you've kind of just copied and pasted from somebody else's listing or changed a little bit, um, you know, then people really are not going to read it. But um, also because of Amazon, you need the keywords in there. So you can't, I have seen brands do this, but it's terrible. Like they should never do this, but people just like stuff keywords, which is not good. Like you need to put them in naturally into the copy um, and have that balance obviously between like optimization and also good copywriting. The A plus content, I do find that it, people are more used to seeing it now. At the beginning, people weren't really scrolling all the way down because they weren't used to seeing it. But now it's a lot more common. Almost all the listings have it. So I think if you have really, really concise and memorable copy there, people are reading that. It's catching their attention. And if you have a specific brand message, then that's even better. Um, or if you can call out like just in a really, really simple way for people. Because if you make it too complicated or add too much text, then people really aren't going to read it. So you have to keep that balance always in mind. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so now when it comes to copywriting, this is kind of off the Amazon topic. What is your, what is your favorite thing to write? Are you a novelist at all? Do you write creatively? Do you, do you copyright for all kinds of businesses? Like, yeah, so great question. You know, it's, it's very funny. Actually, recently I just wrote, help somebody write a children's story, which I have never done before, but it came out really awesome and they were really happy, um, which was, I was like, I don't know why I said yes to it. I'm like, I've never done this before. I told them, I'm like, I've never done this before. They were like, no, no, we trust you. You're very creative. So that worked out well. Um, but honestly, one of my favorite things to help people with is their brand positioning and coming up with like slogans and, you know, taglines for their business, creating a narrative that they can then use across all of their social media and any of their marketing that they're doing. Um, I've also recently got into email marketing, which is, um, it's definitely, it's super fun because it's like fast. You have to like get the copy out. 
Um, but it is a little bit more pressure because obviously brands need to be really, really consistent with their email marketing to keep people engaged, to keep their lists, you know, healthy and everything. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm only working with e-commerce businesses and I will say I stay away from anything that is to do with technology products. I don't like writing about microphones or Bluetooth things or any computer related stuff. I'm more into writing about, um, health and beauty products, sports, children's obviously as a mom I really identify with that audience um crafts that kind of thing so um pet products even as well yeah those those are like my favorite things to write about I hear you on the technology piece I'm not one of those really electronics techie stuff or like any sort of tools I'm like oh no don't get me into that but I'm a writer myself but I don't I, I find myself I love writing product listings actually because I find it like a it's um it's a not a challenge, but just fun to me to be able to speak to the customer, identify that avatar, figuring out who directly, you know, I like to give them names and be like, this is Jane or Joe and they're, they need this and this is why they're buying. And then I write the listing according to that. And I'm like you too. I'm like, I want people to read this listing because it took so much energy to write it and meant it not, not only for the bots, because we know that Amazon's algorithm needs to pick up our keywords, but then right. peppering in the keywords into like coherent sentences that speak to the audience. To me, that's fun to other people they literally freak out so do you have any for for those that are maybe not cut from the same cloth and writing that love writing like you and i do but if they, if they despise writing those listings and it terrifies them what are just a couple of key um things for them to keep in mind as they're writing the listings oh uh, that's a great question i mean listen it is quite overwhelming if you're not experienced like i will say it took me much much longer to write listings when i first started versus now when I'm much more experienced and it, like I could polish off a listing in like, you know, not as much time. It depends on the complexity of the product also and how much um, information the client has given me as well. Um, but I will say like, don't expect what you write to be perfect at first. Like you're going to need to write a rough draft and even like write like very long bullet points. And then what you can do is trim them down, cut out stuff that's like extra that doesn't really make sense or it's not really um, strong. I actually have like a formula for writing bullet points, but it's it's actually in a course that I have, but I haven't promoted my course recently. But anyway, um, yeah, but really sticking to not, I mean, you have to have a balance also of features and benefits. So list those out, you know, you can put a, make a table and on one side, write the features of your product. And then on the other side, write the benefit of that feature. And then use what you've written to kind of like put together a listing. Um, and then obviously the keywords. So that's the tough part. If you're doing the keyword research yourself, you need to really make sure you've looked at all your competitors, see what they're ranking for, whether you're using Helium 10 or Data Dive, you can get some really, really good information and then pull together a list and don't expect to like have a hundred keywords in your listing. You're not going to get that many in. You're going to get probably like, two or three good long tail keywords into your title. And then you're going to have like another, let's say maybe two per bullet point if you're lucky. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely like, it takes time. And so people shouldn't feel pressure like when writing the listing to get it right, like straight away and just editing until you get it perfect. Yeah, until you're happy with it. 
Yeah, I often I'm tactile. So like the computer is great for me. But sometimes I write actually write it down. And then I take highlighters and I highlight the things I feel like are most important in figuring out how to do that. I know it's easier to do it on a computer. But sometimes I'm just so tactile that I have to write things down and use color. Um, but I love the the different ways of editing there because we know that we don't want to have rewriting paragraphs, you know, keyword stuffing is real. And it really actually takes away from sales. So we don't want to write too much we just want to write what's absolutely relevant and honestly if that's a sentence or two so be it it does not need to be super long to right. be uh, compelling as long as you're solving that problem or meeting that need for your customer yeah another great tip by the way is to read it out loud to yourself and see how it sounds um i do this because i'm like I, i'll read it back to myself I'm like wait this is this is it's too difficult to read like you can also put your listings into Grammarly, which is, they have, it's a free tool. I mean, you can pay for premium if you want, but like the free tool even tells you this is on an eighth grade reading level. Like if you can get it down to a sixth grade reading level, um, that's going to do so much more for your listing. Also, you want to make it fast and easy for people to understand. Um, usually if that's also, it depends on your brand. Cause if you have a more sophisticated brand, then you do want to not patronize people and, and speak in a childish way. You want to make sure um, that it's readable. And so they can actually, you can actually see sort of a score that Grammarly gives you um, at how hard it is to read, how many unique words it is, how many words per sentence you've used, etc. So those, that's really helpful as well. Awesome. Okay. You mentioned having a course. Talk about your course. You said you hadn't promoted it in a while, but tell, talk about this course you talked about. Yeah. You gave us a little bit of a secret of what's in there. So tell us a little bit more. So I created an Amazon listings course to really help people with the process and my formula for writing listings. Um, so there's two courses. One just really focuses on the Amazon listing and the keyword research, which is like the title and the bullet points and the product description for those who aren't brand registered. And then my A plus course really focuses on sort of the flow that people should be creating with the A plus. Cause I find that what happens with a lot of sellers is that it becomes like a very random mishmash of like information and there's no actual flow to the modules. Um, so that's what my courses are about. Now, if anyone wants a discount, like you can definitely reach out to me. Um, I'm happy to give people a discount, especially if you're buying both courses together, like happy to do that. The only thing I have to say is that I haven't updated my A plus course recently because they added the premium modules, which are slightly different. So I do need to add uh, another like part to that course. So that's just something to, you know, keep in mind. But again, the principles will stay the same. Like you can still use the same principles when using the A plus premium modules. Awesome. Well, I really, really appreciate your insight and your, your talking about writing good, proper listings. You guys make sure that you reach out to Sasha. And I know, let me get that, that link really quick for you here. Um, mommy, sorry not mommy income that's where you find me really? <laughs> i'm sorry i'm finding your link um ecomcopywriter.com is where you're gonna find sasha and all these amazing courses and again you'll find ways her her website is absolutely beautiful and very professionally done you. so you're there's no way that you'll miss out on how to find her so ecom copywriter.com you're gonna find sasha there and i'm telling you these um these courses are fantastic and also list writing if you don't want to write your own listings if you don't even want to bother with it i see that you also have services there for list writing so um make sure you take the time to do that also just for writing in general you guys we write listings all the time as amazon sellers specifically with bundling and guess what else 
AI does not do very well. ChatGPT does not do very well at writing bundle listings. This is what we're all about here. So you guys, you're gonna need to learn better skills on how to write your listings. And this is a great way to uh, kind of get your feet wet in that as well. So ecomcopywriter.com. Any last thoughts, Sasha, before we leave? Um, yeah, I mean, I did wanna just quickly mention AI. Like I have had sellers come to me and say, listen, we have ChatGPT now. Like, why can't we just use that? Like, why do I need to pay you? so much money and I'm like well listen like we can use chat GPT but it's, it's not going to be me it's not going to be that same level of creativity um because you do have to just especially with chat GPT you have to put in multiple prompts and like keep prompting it and keep prompting until you get to the core of what you're trying to do and in that time you could have written it yourself um so that's exactly I, you know what? I love that you said that because I have tried chat GPT and I've tried um, power lister and some other services that use AI types of copywriting to try to fill in the blanks they're like give us some ASINs and we'll write you a great listing based on you know all these other things and I will tell you that I have received nothing but garbage it took me so long to try to write a <laughs> listing with the chat GPT than it did for like you said writing it all on my own and yes you and I both have a lot more experience than some sellers with writing listings but the reality is it's right now it's a it's more of a hindrance than a help to use AI because you almost have to undo half of the stuff that it does because it really just doesn't have enough detail <laughs> yes exactly it's also very generic and it, it's very it like re repeats words and you're like you already said that in the first bullet point why are you saying it again <laughs> so I yeah I agree with you I, I heard like Zonguru, I think it's that's what it's called, also recently launched like an AI listing um, service. I haven't checked it out yet, so I can't say how good or bad it is. But um, I mean, listen, if you haven't got time and you do want to just get something up, so AI can be helpful for like for you. But if you really want something that's next level, human beings are the way to go. <laughs> And honestly, we've all read a listing that is written by AI and know exactly what it sounds like. It just, it's not compelling. It's very basic. It's very generic. No one's telling you a brand story. No one's showing you anything. It's really just computer generated sentences that most of us wouldn't yeah. even speak that way. It doesn't sound like human speak. And so we, but customers recognize that. And you know what else nowadays with AI, everything else, customers recognize when you're being lazy. Customers see that, oh, this person has a beautiful website and they have all kinds of buttons that you can click and it's very crystal clear. And then you come to someone's website that you look like, a, you know, a third grader slapped it up in two minutes. We know the difference as customers. Your Amazon customers know a difference between a really good product listing with good infographics and good visuals and good writing as opposed to an AI listing that kind of was just slapped up there. So take your time. You will not get really great sales without really good sales pages, AKA your listings. So thank you, Sasha, so much for all of your input here on the show. Again, you guys, ecomcopywriter.com. Also check out her YouTube channel as well. She's got a couple of videos there that are just super informative, short videos to learn more about writing directly to your audience. So make sure that you guys check that out. Thank you again for coming to the Amazon Files podcast. Y'all, I know you could be anywhere else doing any other thing. I don't take that for granted. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you same time, same place next week on the Amazon Files. Are you an Amazon seller who's ready to experience life-changing growth for your business? Are you sick of gurus promising you'll make $100,000 in the next 30 days only to find out their process costs thousands of dollars for product development? Are you tired of finding good replenishable products to sell only to have your listing hijacked by lazy competitors? 
I was once right where you are. I started with retail arbitrage and I was driving from store to store by trying to find enough inventory to fill my Amazon store. And while that was profitable, it was not sustainable. Thinking I would upgrade to wholesale and make my millions that way was a complete disappointment too. With thin margins and high competition, I felt defeated once again. So other gurus promised private labeling was the way to go, but it cost thousands of dollars upfront and took nearly a year to develop and import these products. I needed something better, something faster with higher margins and lower competition. So I developed it myself. It wasn't until I began creating and implementing my new strategy where I finally had a breakthrough, a seven-figure breakthrough. If you're ready to smash your competition on Amazon and finally have the breakthrough that you've been working for, I've got something to share with you. It's the exact system I created and used to sell over $5 million in products on Amazon. It's called the Wholesale Bundle System, and I believe it is the most sustainable, long-term business model available. It's also backed by proven success stories from people just like you who have finally found the Amazon selling breakthrough that they've been searching for. By implementing my wholesale bundling strategy, my business grew bigger than I ever expected. I'm talking about tripling my sales year over year. Now, I hear your doubts and your worries and concern. You've been burned before. You've heard all these things before. How do you know it's going to be different this time? Maybe you're still a small seller. Maybe you don't have a ton of money to invest in inventory. Maybe you're a beginner. But whether you're a seasoned seller or a beginner, you can start wholesale bundling for as little as $300 and have your first bundle up for sale in 30 days or less. If you are ready to learn more about this proven successful business model, it's time to take the next step. Head over to mommyincome.com system and discover the wholesale bundle system that I use personally every single day to create more than seven figures a year in income on Amazon. Again, that's mommyincome.com system. Let's get ready to bundle. Thank you for being a loyal listener. If you are ready to take your business to a whole new level, I'm ready to work with you. I'll be back next week with more strategies to help you succeed. Until then, step small and dream big. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Amazon Files podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes by heading over to mommyincome.com forward slash review. The Amazon Files will be back again next week. Thanks again for listening.